Grimace, it's time for Lou Cipher and Guy McAllister and Pickin' and Grimace! Hey, Guy, did you hear about the landscaper who ran over the homeless woman who was sleeping in the park with the lawnmower? Well, she shouldn't have been sleeping with the guy's lawnmower. <laughs> Senator Mark Wayne Mullen wants everybody to know that fraudsters stole $2 billion in COVID money to buy Lamborghinis and jewelry. $2 billion? Yeah. Wow. I guess that excludes the million he got to buy a mansion in Florida. With you. Oh, I'm upset. Why? They shut down Black's Beach. Oh. Yeah, my favorite nude beach in San Diego. Shut down Black's Beach. Why? Oh, I guess they spotted some sharks off the coast. Oh. I tried to tell them on record there's not one attack on anyone that has a red ass. <laughs> <laughs> Joke Man Show. Stan the Joke Man talking here. Uh, yeah, Lou Cipher. He's a character on the show. That's it, folks. Just a character. Not not a symbol. Not something that is worshipped around here. Something that is taunted and made fun of. So loosen the fuck up. Yeah, okay? you don't need to fucking lighten up. Isn't it, hey, just, shouldn't you be taking a shit or something right yeah, now? Yeah, I got the runs. Okay, thank you. I'll see you. Hey! Speaking of the devil, I see one of them uh, Walmart brats. You know, of course, last year they bought the... Uh, Denver Broncos. You know, football season's right around the corner. Have they come up with a new name yet? I mean, being that the Denver Broncos are now owned by fucking Walmart, can you really call them Denver Broncos? Why would you want to? Now they're like the Equate Broncos. Yeah, and it's crazy. He spent like $4.6 billion for that team, which is like fucking unheard of. It's your money. Yeah, it's your money, all that mediocre shit he sold you is what bought that team. So, in recognition of Denver Broncos' new Sam's Choice status, (laughs) I got a name suggestion here. I'm a big believer in truth in advertising. So... Being that uh, Denver Broncos have now been cheapened by Walmart Enterprises, having been bought by them, we've got to change the fucking name, and I've got the list right here. That'd be real easy for me to just sit here and call the Denver Horse Shits, but I ain't going to do that. We ain't going to stoop that fucking low. This is not a childish show, folks. 
Now taking the field, the Denver expert grillers that aren't worth a shit. Now taking the field, the Denver check yourself out, motherfuckers. Now taking the field, the Denver watch every fucking thing you scan, people. Now taking the field, the Denver doofus dumbass door greeters. Now taking the field, the ex-targets. Now taking the field, the Denver ghosts of Sam. Now taking the field, the Denver spoiled fucking brats. Had to be brats. Had to be brats. Because not worth because a not shit. Worth Hadn't a it shit. been for Hadn't daddy's been for fucking daddy's money was already taken, you little pussies. pussies. Pure, clean cannabis crops. Out there producing and working all night while we sleep. Sun breaks and we see the Griffin family farm. This family, the folks out there, they're out here every day. Working these fields, growing untainted, uncorrupted product. Makes spirits whole again. Hey everybody, it's the Stan the Joke Man. Folks, Firemeds Cannabis. It's a family farm-to-pipe bud dispensary. I mean, from seed to sale, they're in charge. They oversee the quality control, and you know where your product is coming from. Rick Simpson Oil is made on site. That's right. You don't have to take their addictive dope anymore. Rick Simpson Oil made on site. Do yourself a favor, please. Go to leafly.com. I want you to look at FireMed's Cannabis entire menu and you decide for yourself. Know where your product is coming from, my friends. FireMed's Cannabis, Henrietta Stilwell. We got to get right into it today. Hey, welcome back to the Stan the Joke Man Show. Thank you, Firemeds, for your sponsorship. And uh, let me tell you right now, we got to talk about Tommy Tube Steak. Oh yeah, Tommy Tube Steak. Who the, who is Tommy Tube Steak? You ask. Why he's the stupid Arkansas-born swamp-running hillbilly who's down there in Alabama using the law to attack innocent Americans while simultaneously hurting, holding back, and attacking. The United States military, and boy, Alabama, they just love him. Those fucking idiot swamp-running morons down there, they just fucking love him. They can't get off their fat ass to serve this country. Never. Never. But they're the first ones in line to attack it and have their hand out wanting something. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Fuck you, fat ass. You do not get to hold this country and innocent families hostage because of your, your wickedness. Yeah, fuckface, you. You don't know. You don't have all the answers. You're completely ignorant about almost everything, yet you want to force your umbrella shit on everybody like a moron. What's sick is you know it's wrong. You know it probably doesn't work for that family at all, your umbrella policy, but you don't give a shit. You're going to double down on it and fuck them. Yeah. You're the wicked fucks written about in the Bible. Hey, Tommy, I wrote a song for you, you piece of shit. How Tommy the Tuberville never served anyone but himself. Let those hillbilly manners back in Arkansas on the shelf. Off the backs of Blue Star families, lots of money Tommy's raised. His fervor filled with ignorance, his black heart remains unfazed. 
Is there anyone still out there who cares about this freedom? Rights being stripped daily, the extremists like to brag. This family isn't going to sit here while you attack my American neighbor. We'll spit on our Marine who's living out of a field bag. Tommy the tube steak, not ashamed of the things he's done. He hoods, starts trouble where he can. It only proves he's weak with the cowards mean streak. I hope my voters will understand. Old Two-Face Tommy Tube Steak's an evil man. That's for you, you two-faced un-American fucking wimp. You, boy. I'm talking to you, Tube Steak Tommy. You're a fucking punk. And you represent what comes out of Alabama. I can't imagine what the Blue Star families in Alabama are having to go through because of that pile of shit they have to set through every fucking day. While their kids are out there serving with transgenders and innocent women who get pregnant in the military and have medical complications and are suddenly bleeding down both legs to death, you fucking idiots. When I lost my daughter, like I say, when I walked out of that ICU and I walked out of Cedars-Sinai and I came face to face with you ignorant dumbasses out there protesting and a couple of you morons started screaming at me, I was an absolute wreck. I had just handed over my dead daughter. We were apart as a family. When I walked out of that ICU and you dumb shits were screaming at me, you have no idea how lucky I didn't have my 9mm on me at the full clip because I would have emptied it. I would have kept pulling the trigger till they killed me or you were all dead. That is the stupid, ignorant, moronic game your arrogant ass is playing. And to the women out there, yeah, the brood mares, you know goddamn good and well. What you're doing is wrong, but you'll do what Daddy says anyway. You're an obedient, subservient bitch. And shame on you for turning on your own sex. Amy, Communist Barrett, is going to go down in history as the largest disgrace to women this century. Two-faced liar who did exactly as she was told by Daddy. You mark my words. There's going to be a dad out there. And he's going to lose a kid the way I did. And he's going to remember that bitch. And he's going to track her down. And Neil Gorsuch and all of them, Brett Kavanaugh, they're going to learn that they've overplayed their card. They've overplayed their hand. And they're going to meet that guy. Yeah. And let's just pray their families aren't with them. Because it's going to go bad. You see, these arrogant, rich, spoiled little shits just can't stay out of your fucking business. Boy, don't you dare try to pry in their business. But in your business, it's open fucking season. They love terrorizing you. Killing you even. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. Look at Tommy Tubesteak. Continues to attack American rights every fucking day. And now he's hurting American military soldiers to do it. And you support this shit? What does that say about you motherfuckers? It's inexcusable, but you'll keep doubling down on stupid because you've got nothing else, including honor. Thanks a lot. 
All right, let's move on, folks. Headline news. Welcome to Joe Man News. I'm anchor Agnes McAllister. Field reporting with my husband, Guy McAllister. New cipher weather. McAllister top story this evening. It looks like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez have celebrated their one-year wedding anniversary. Over the weekend, Jennifer celebrated with both their families by having lunch at the Beverly Hills Hotel, where we go to Guy McAllister, who's out in the field now. How's it going out there, Guy? Hey, Egg. Um, I got robbed. Somebody stole my fucking station van and the camera and the microphone and everything. I was standing out in the parking lot trying to get this fucking story. Um, shit. I'm having to use a waiter's cell phone to call this shit in. Um, Ben and Jennifer, they showed up. Yeah, they had lunch. I think Ben went to take a shit at one point, and then they all left. Whoop-de-fucking-do. One-year anniversary. Hey, <laughs> there's a couple of dogs at Hump in my neighborhood. They celebrated their one year, too. Do we have to fucking do a story on it? Great story, Guy. Guy McAllister reporting from Beverly Hills. I got robbed. Now we'll go over real quick and check him a loose cipher. How's the weather, Lou? I don't know what a nickel night. Oh, any chance of rain? Shit, no. It's drier than a popcorn fart. Okay. Well, you said hot. How hot? Hotter than two fat people screwing in a sleeping bag. Okay. Hotter than a stolen checkbook and a copy of Fifty Shades of Grey. That's enough, Hotter Lou. Than a three-peckered billy goat. Thank you. And thank you for joining us here at Joke Man News. I'm Agnes McAllister. You have a great evening. Right, hey, great news, everybody. It's Monday. You know what that means. Yep, that's right. It's time. You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. That's right. Every Monday, I like to uh, open up the old mail bag here, do a little half-ass answer on some of the letters I get. You can uh, hit me here at Dear Stan, uh, Joke Man Productions, LLC on Facebook. And if you don't have a Facebook account, well, I guess it was never meant to be. That's right, folks. Here we go. Letter number one. Dear Stan, no one in my family visited my dad when he got Alzheimer's. Did he tell you that? Thanks for the letter. No, the truth is, it means that they have a hard time seeing him that way, and maybe they just don't have the strength to see him that way. You know what I don't go to? Funerals. Funerals. I love my grandmother more than life itself. And when she passed away, I felt like part of me died. And I was not going to go to her funeral. I wasn't going to go. I couldn't. I couldn't see her that way. But Grandma, before she died, she said, you have to be there. You don't realize how important it is that you're there, Stanley. You have to carry me to my grave. I'm telling you, if you're not there, I'm going to torment you the rest of your life. And she fucking meant it. She meant it. Okay, so (laughs) you bet your ass I was at that funeral. So, look, don't. Don't hold it against them. The fact is, I'm sure they love him and they wanted to go, but it hurt them terribly to see him that way. So you can call him a coward if you like. But I think even that's mean. They're scared and they're hurt, just like you are. Dear Stan, my husband hijacked our daughter's wedding. Daughter Jessica is getting married. My husband offered to pay, you know, for most of the wedding, obviously. He's the father of the bride. Jessica and her fiancé happily accepted the offer. My husband is now insisting that all of his aunts, uncles, and cousins be invited. 
My husband is now threatening not to attend the wedding because Jessica won't add four more people to the list. He said if those additional people don't come, two of his aunts will be unable to be there due to driving issues. Is it our responsibility to make travel accommodations for all the guests? Well, absolutely not. Why would you? You don't structure a guest list around who can carpool and who can't. Hey, we're having this. Show up if you like. If you can't, tough shit. We'll take pictures, post them online. That's how it goes. Be a fucking adult. There should be no wedding woes. You want some great advice? Here it is. When my wife and I got married, we here's the list of the friends we'd like to attend. Here's the colors Trish wants. We'd like to have this kind of a cake. We'd like a chapel wedding. And then that was it. We left the maid of honor, the moms and everybody. They took care of that shit. The bridesmaids and let they, let daddy in there too. I understand where dad's coming from. This is his only little girl. So let dad have his way. Just don't let him have all his way. And that's it. Fucking final. Don't stress that bride out. All these extras he wants to bring and shit. All these third cousins he hadn't seen in fucking decades. They can sit in the back. Not up front with the immediate family. Because they're not immediate family. Friends and co-workers are more immediate than they are. So don't be an asshole. Okay. Dear Stan, a friend of mine many years, Adam, no longer speaks to me. Well, I guess he's not a fucking friend anymore. Thanks for the letter. I'm sorry. Okay. Hold on. Uh, Dear Stan, a friend of many years, Adam, no longer speaks to me. We met in high school. We're involved in a band, debate club, blah, 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 blah. Just screw him. He recently discovered through a genealogy site that he was adopted. Neither of his parents were his birth parents. I know that's tough. It hurts. It hurts when you find out or you just don't fucking know who you are. And you got to walk around with that as a kid. It's painful. I understand. The site led him to clues about other biological relatives. And he eventually reached his birth mother who rejected his efforts to talk to her. Well, fuck her then. Hey, let me ask you something, kid. You ain't needed, you ain't needed him up to this point, right? All right. So stop using it as an excuse, and you fucking supersede. And what I mean by that is, rise above everything. You focus on that fucking schoolwork, and you make yourself smart. Be one of these fucking nimrods that don't even know their own goddamn phone number. You know your way around, and you know how to take care of yourself, and I'm telling you, the world will turn for you. It will turn for you. It's going to be hard, and you're going to fall on your fucking face a lot. But then that you're going to find out who you are then. You're going to fucking quit and give up, piss off the rest of your goddamn life, or you're going to keep walking against the wind because the shit will turn. I'm telling you. What are we babbling about? I don't know. I'm fucking stoned. Dear Stan, my wife gained weight. Can I tell her? Hey, why don't you just stand over a campfire? And juggle three full one-gallon milk jugs full of goddamn gasoline. Are you fucking nuts? You don't say anything about weight, ever. Every day my wife complains about my appearance. Oh, wait a minute. Fucking changes everything. If she's bashing on you for how you look, you just tell her to shut her fat fucking ass up. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to wrap it up with the stand, the Joke Man Show today. This is a product of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios here in Henrietta, America. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on all freaking platforms. You better believe it. I'm just looking for one I can really rely on. Let me tell you, Google ads is not fucking one of them. 
be back here on a Wednesday high noon. Stan the Joke Man Show and Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Bombing down Poinsettia, Chapter 11, Poinsettia. You better believe it, folks. Till then, adios, mi amigos. Bye, Candido. Lost feelings return. So now maybe I can learn.